Well, welcome everybody to a, another edition of the Psych Monologues. Yes, yes, it's me. I, uh, I have been gone for five weeks or thereabouts. I didn't look exactly at the calendar, but it's been a while. Um, I came to you in the middle of July, I think the last time, and here we sit at the 20th of August, and um, it's been a full month. I, I apologize for how long that it has taken uh, for me to get back to you. Um, but all that being said, uh, a book got done. I, I had been cranking through that in June and July, and we finally got to a completion date. And then we also uh, sent, oh, well, I did. There was no we here. I did all the work. Uh, we, I sent it off to uh, the publisher, and I just got a copyright, copy-edited manuscript last night. And so I'm a little queasy about opening that thing up because of all the edits I'm going to see. But I, I, I tackled something in the book that I haven't done before, and that is just dialogue. Because I'm telling two people stories, and I have to capture the relationships that they have and the interactions that they have with people. And so I'm doing something I really haven't done before and hopefully uh, it will come across well. And it's not the kind of book that if you're looking for, you know, 12 easy steps to overcome your grief, that is not the book to uh, pick up. Uh, but it's, it's coming. It's coming. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. It will um, hit uh, bookshelves. I don't really know when. I'm guessing that uh, it might be um, around Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas. And uh, as soon as I have some idea of what it is and when it will hit uh, Amazon, which is where it'll probably show up first, um, uh, we'll start talking about pre-ordering. And if you if if you're really brave and you <laughs> You want to invest that much faith in me? That feels really uncomfortable to say, um, and uh, are willing to take that kind of risk to 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 get the book. Um, we'll we'll hopefully be able to work out the details so that if you want to do that, you can have one. If you pre-order, I most definitely will um, sign it for you. Not that my signature is all that wonderful. I think a lot of students would probably say it isn't. Um, but be that as it may, if you if you're interested in that whole drill uh, around book signings and all that, that, that just again it makes me my skin crawl. But um, <clears throat> but that's that, and and that's that's uh, that has been my month. I was rewarded with a a trip to Grand uh, Lake, which was relaxing and rewarding, and uh, we got to find out just how much of a water dog our pup is, who's now four months old tipping the scales at almost 40 pounds, and he is going to be a hoss, as we oftentimes refer to him. So uh, Murphy is not with me tonight, or else I would uh, in introduce him again. He is far from me holding him in my arm like I did in uh, some other pictures you may have seen. He, he is he's, he's a big boy. So he doesn't. He, he doesn't have much understanding of how big he is, but he crams himself under my desk here, uh, in the Northern Command Post, and, and sooner or later he's going to find out that he doesn't fit in there 
at at all, and uh, he's he's definitely grown like a weed. So um, anyway, all of that to say, my apology for being uh, so late and getting back to you. Um, and I'm getting back to you on a very, very big day, and I've got lots to share uh, for you to uh, think about and um, hopefully uh, pray about. We need plenty of prayer and help and support in, in pulling off what it is I want to tell you about and talk about. So before I get into that, um, I, you know, I, I always, the, the routine was that I would uh, talk, tell people what they had gotten themselves into by listening to the psych monologues. And since a new episode shows up, then somebody might inadvertently uh, wander in and wonder what in, in the world is this person talking about. So uh, the Psych Monologues is a podcast that is devoted to exploring the intersection of faith, psychology, and spiritual freedom. And in a lot of cases, you don't ever think of those three things all in the same place. Um, or in relationship to one another. And that's kind of what we've been trying to do here, <clears throat> excuse me, in the psych monologues. Um, the parent company, the parent organization uh, that the psych monologues has been the voice of is something called SGI or Stained Glass International. And the mission is to equip, encourage, and empower the next generation uh, of people, just next generation, to live uh, and, and with themselves, with Jesus, and with others. And now, don't the minute I mention Jesus, it doesn't mean that this is going to be cramming anything down your throat. It's literally uh, talking in the about life in the context of how Jesus might interact with us, how he might see it, and. It, it, we're going to have to shake some of the stereotypes, for sure, that a lot of people bring, which is fine. I understand that. Um, and so what we're trying to do is to develop what I call outposts for the heart and communities for the soul, uh, safe places to come in, take the armor off, take the masks off, and uh, be able to connect with people in a safe way, uh, to be known as we are, to deal with life as it is with without any extra flowery language or anything that goes with it. Um, and, uh, and, and that can be at least initially online that we would facilitate, SGI would facilitate these outposts. Um, my ultimate goal would be to have them in person and scattered everywhere, wherever people are that need and to connect and to be known and to work through life as, as they see it, the struggles they have, the the challenges they have, the joys that they can share with one another, and to do life together in a unique way uh, that ultimately is redemptive. And, and that's really what the invitation is. Another part of what SGI does is to sponsor and, and lead uh, silent retreats for young people. And, um, and it's not just young people, it's pretty much anybody um, and if we get eno enough of a, uh, people together to do it, we will, we will launch one. Right now we have two that are coming up uh, that uh, are primarily, well, they are for CCU students. Uh, and, and they get access partly because uh, a CCU has been generous enough to subsidize it for the students that come. 
And uh, I and another friend of mine are the spiritual directors for that group. And we take about 10 students, and we've been doing that for the last 10 or so years. Um, and we do that every spring and fall. And we'll do another one, hopefully two in the spring, one for not only alums of CCU, but also for other people that might be interested. So on to the news of today. This is a momentous day, and, and a lot is changing. Now, at, when the minute somebody hears me say something's changing, they think something bad is going to happen. And it is not something bad. Something is changing, but it is not something bad. Um, and what I need to tell you and what I need to give you some context for is kind of where we came from, really, uh, because the psych monologues came out of the need for me to communicate with my students who were in a grief and loss class in the year 2020. Now, everybody knows it's an infamous year. It's when we were all informed about uh, COVID and we went into lockdown. Everybody went to their own house and, and my students all went to their own homes. And within a week, we were told we were uh, closing down and within a week, the students scattered, and they're left licking their wounds, some of them seniors, and having to literally virtually graduate. And it was a tough, tough time, and I wanted to find a way to communicate with them, and so I launched the psych monologues. And initially, it wasn't the psych monologues. It was called Love You Later by the psych monologues, and LLB, or Love You Later by is, is kind of the thing that I say at the end. And um, so we dropped the love you later by and just called it the psych monologues. And it is a monologue. It's me talking about the issues that, that God brings before me that points out the kinds of things that are going on in people's lives, the things they might hear in church, which is probably going to be an issue that I'm going to talk about here soon because I, I heard a sermon and I walked away kind of gritting my teeth. And I wanted to talk about it, not to, to point out the problem with the person doing the sermon, but the kinds of things that are said that lead to the hurt in church, quite honestly, just to put it bluntly. We very much lapse into a fair amount of legalism, and we don't even know it. We have rules to live by, quote-unquote. And, and I mean, if we were to collect all of them, which we don't really know that we have them until something gets violated, and then we, we apply these rules that we have. And so that's what the Psych Monologues has been. I have done scattered interviews with people that I thought were relevant to the audience that we had. And, <clears throat> you know, we, we sit at a, an incredible place. We're three years out now, 142 episodes in, which is what today, tonight is. And um, <clears throat> we have had about 12,000 downloads in that amount of time, which is really pretty shocking to me. I... I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't think that it's, I don't know. I, I'm not going to comment on it. So that's, that's the backdrop for the psych monologues. And, and 
I started doing the podcasting. I had done it before. I did it for my grief book many, many, many years ago when podcasting was brand new. And, you know, I did 25 episodes or something like that for that. And it was really just a companion to my book, uh, Grieving the Loss of Someone You Love. So that's, <clears throat> that's that part of the history. The second part of the history is how stained glass came about. And Stained Glass International has a strange name, but I would say a powerful mission. And Stained Glass got its name uh, because I, I started talking uh, about, and I had been talking about it for quite some time, something that I referred to as the stained glass self. And what that is, is if you think about it, we oftentimes... And I'll say me too, I, very much me too. But we oftentimes present a, an appearance of who we are rather than who we actually are to someone, whoever that might be. And, and they believe the appearance, but they don't really know us. And the more I began to think about it, the more I began to realize that it was very much like a stained glass. And that stained glass, the, the thing about stained glass, if you've ever seen them in cathedrals, if you've toured Europe or gone other places to see, you know, big, huge cathedrals of stained glass, they present a picture of something that has happened in the saint's life or whatever that might be. And, and that's all you know. And, and the artist usually includes as much in it as they can so that you have an idea of what it is they're picturing. So it might be the crucifixion of Christ or the resurrection or John the Baptist or whatever, whatever it might be. I mean, you get on Pinterest or you, not that I, I, I don't frequent that often, believe me. Um, but you do an image search even in Google and you'll see there there's stained glass everywhere. There was an episode that I talked about that stained glass because somebody was kind enough to give me a stained glass of a golden retriever. And I'm, I'm kind of a golden fan. Uh, if you can't tell, I've got two here at home, one a pup. And so stained glass international came into existence as a means to help people melt the stained glass so that they could actually be seen and become what I, and it's kind of clunky, but I'll say it anyway, to become pure glass people. In other words, people that can be seen. Because the thing about stained glass is it hides. It hides what's ever behind it. It refracts light so light doesn't come purely through it. And, and you're safe. You're safe back there. The only thing is, is that if there wasn't any lighting in the churches that had stained glass, it would still be pretty dim. And the one thing that I know, I have come to realize, I talk about all the time, I do an entire course on it, is shame flourishes in darkness. And the shadows that are behind the stained glass are where we live and shame flourishes there. Now, shame isn't the same as guilt, so don't put them side by side. Guilt is I've done something morally wrong that doesn't, 
<clears throat> excuse me, doesn't stand up to the standard I have for myself. And maybe I would anchor that in what Scripture tells me. But it goes one better. So not only have I done something wrong, but I am a mistake myself. I, it's, it's an identity thing. And I would suggest to you we're spending a lot of our time trying to refashion uh, an identity that has either been given to us or we have concluded and we stand condemned. And the stained glass only covers that so that nobody can see. Because if anybody saw, we're convinced that they would agree with us. And, and the reality is they wouldn't. More often than not, I've seen people be incredibly gracious when people have been brave enough to take the stained glass down and allow it, allow life circumstances and maybe a crisis to begin to melt that so that it, they can actually be seen and people are more than happy to prov provide grace to them. Now, that doesn't say anything about them. It's a whole other issue. But they are very, very, very gracious. And the thing to be aware of, and this is something that Brene Brown says a lot, is that your vulnerability is courageous, but my vulnerability is repulsive. And we... We're not immune in the Christian community. We, we just are not immune, okay? So Stained Glass International came into existence. <clears throat> excuse me. Stained Glass International came into existence with the mission to provide places where people can begin to take the stained glass apart, take it down, replace it with pure glass, and be able to be seen. Now, that doesn't mean that they're seen by everybody. It doesn't mean that at all. Because if you look at, at your your house, look at and behind me, I have blinds. The glass on the other side is you can see through it. I can see through it. I can see out of it. But blinds allows me to choose who sees what. <clears throat> and that's what blinds are for. They are boundaries that allow me to decide and discern the people that I am interacting with and whether or not I want to take that risk of trusting them to see a little bit more of me. And that's, in a nutshell, what the SGI is all about. It's planting these what we call outpost groups, and, and, and the groups themselves are, are <clears throat> I referred to it earlier, as outposts for the heart and communities for the soul. It is not someplace that we trade biblical knowledge or we trade advice for one another or anything else. If anything, my book is actually the template for what happens in a group because we tell a story. We tell the story of our journey. And maybe our journey with Jesus and how hard it is or our anger at him, or even our stories of toxic people that we've come into contact with, Christian and otherwise, and the conclusions that we make. Because we make conclusions from the interactions we have with people. So that's really where Outposts for the Heart and Communities for the Soul, is. that's the vision of it. And SGI is, stands <clears throat> ready to facilitate 
outpost for the heart and <clears throat> places where people can come. At least initially, it might be online because we just don't have the infrastructure in place to do that. But we are certainly, Lord willing, um, moving in that direction to have in-person groups wherever people are that want to do this kind of thing together and walk together in trying it out and seeing how it goes. Again, it is not about fixing anyone. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being known and being seen and being accepted and maybe grappling with that Jesus actually offers a way of doing life that is better than the way we have been living it. That's all. So what is happening then is the psych monologues is no longer is becoming less of the voice of SGI, um, partly because it's a monologue, and I get boring. I bore myself, and I don't know how any any of y'all um, actually find it interesting to listen to me even once a week. That seems overwhelming. But so what we're doing in in, in an effort to bring some cohesiveness to the vision of what we're doing with SGI is that we're moving the psych monologues and we're rebranding it and we're calling it the outpost, which is in line with creating outposts for the heart. And the outpost will be a place where there's dialogue and there is a space for, for talking through the topics that are relevant to you, my listeners, the people that are out there. And it, it won't be just me. I mean, the very nature, think about it in terms of history. Because outposts, as the name implies, were on the margin of the culture, <clears throat> the margin of society. And they provided a safe place for people that were trying to find a way to get connected. It, it was the first place that they came to to be safe and to be replenished and to be refreshed and to be renewed and, and to perhaps be educated and, and get some information. And in olden days, that's kind of how it worked. You went into an outpost and, and you sought information. What was the trail look like ahead? Um, what, are there other people heading in my direction? And the outpost is just that. And it gives us an opportunity to tell the stories of people that have gotten involved in outpost groups and, and people that are the thought leaders, if you will, in the area around the, the loss of faith, the toxic uh, relationships that often come in the context of the church, and other things like that. So it won't always be me. Phew, thank goodness for that. But it will be... Uh, interviews with people I think that are going to be interesting to you. The Lord willing, we'll be able to, to collar a few people. So one of the things that I say in talking about this is creating a space where doubters and the wounded and the confused and the beat up and beat down and the bent and bruised who feel like their lives are a disappointment to God can be accepted enough to be known and to be able to know others and find a place where they can heal and they can meet, ultimately meet, 
the biblical Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not going to be the kind of thing where it's going to get jammed down anybody's throat. But at the same time, Christians have the same kind of problems that people that aren't Christ followers have in terms of life. They, they, they enter it or see it differently. And there needs to be a dialogue around that. We need to talk about those things and compare notes. Because I, there are a lot of people that I've come into contact with over the years that are not Christ followers, but they're wise people. And they have something to offer. And if we were to just listen, we might even expand our sense of humanity and common cause for being able to be fully human. St. Arrhenius, um, one of the saints, he was a second generation uh, from the Apostle John, and he said, the glory of God is man fully alive. And that's what, that, is our, that is our mission. That's what we're trying to do, is to help us become fully alive, fully who we are, fully who God created, and do the journey together. Because we're, we are, we are in a hostile world. Whether you're a Christ follower or not, it... Our, the world that we're in is not seeking our good. It's seeking our consumption. It's seeking more than us, and we've been turned into objects as a result of that, and we end up seeing each other as objects. And, and, and really, when it comes right down to it, if you really want to get forward about it, we see God as an object, an object that is useful, not so much a being that loves us as we are, not as we should be. Because we're never going to be what we should be. And so that's, that's what's coming, okay? And, and so the Outpost podcast, we will be providing more information, primarily on Instagram. It will show up on the other channels that we have, uh, like Facebook and other things. That may be a little slower because we're only a team of three, trying to put all this together. And if you're interested in wanting to help us out to begin to develop this even more, the thing to, to be mindful of is we now have a full-fledged under development, you know, under construction, so be patient with us, but a, a website. And the website address is sgi-net.org sgi-net.org that is where that is going to be the home that is going to be the online outpost for everybody that is involved with SGI and in the community and I, I desire to see a community be built there that can be can reach all sorts of places even across the globe because if I've looked I, I have looked and I've seen with some of the downloads that come for the psych monologues, and they may be automatic, I don't know, <clears throat> but they're international. And that's why it's become Stained Glass International. So sgi-net.org, that's where you go. There will be a pop-up come up when you hit it. I know they're annoying. I, I apologize in advance. But it's a way to get 
let us know that you want to get involved, that you're interested in what we're trying to do. And if you want to donate, you certainly can do that. There is a donate um, page, and there's a way to get involved in the membership in the community at large. If you're a student, you get it, you get it free. If you want to uh, uh, get involved in the events and the retreats, it's a couple bucks a month. It's less than a latte. If you want to get a little bit more of the content, which we'll be developing, we'll have an ent entire library of resources that goes into it, um, you, you will be able to get it there. And so there, it's, it's kind of a tier system of membership, students free, um, uh, access to retreats and, and events uh, is a couple bucks a month. If, if you attend an event and then you, you, you would just cancel it and you can do that. And then, but if you want to become more sustaining in building this community, then five bucks a month gets you, gets you on board and gets you supporting it. And uh, we have one last kind of tier of membership that uh, gives you all access to everything that we've got. And believe me, it will grow a lot, I think, you know, over the next year because of just uh, not only the podcast, but also the other things that we'll be doing. So, um, we, it's not cheap to run a podcast like this or to run a ministry like this. I, and I'll just be deadly blunt with you. We need sustaining members to support us so that we can get this thing off the ground and not crash before we're even out of the gate. Um, so if you have questions, there will be another podcast that will be the inaugural podcast of the outpost and it will drop on friday morning so you can put it on your calendar if you're really that ambitious but it will drop on friday you'll be notified um, and and we're not going to show up on itunes just yet or apple Podcasts because we we don't have any episodes yet so you, you'll probably have to get us and listen into it uh, on the website and again, that website is sgi-net.org uh, is where you can do that. And, and my hope certainly would be that you can, you can um, subscribe, but I, you're going to be subscribing if you're going to be part of the membership and, and, and the community in that regard. The other feature that is also going to show up there is the digital devotionals. I talked about these on my website. They, they are about... Uh, healthy relationships. It's called setting new boundaries, and you get one a week, and it's it's uh, um, five bucks a month, and uh, uh, I forget what the pricing is. Uh, I think it's it's twenty five bucks for six months. Is that right? Five times uh, six that would be thirty. Yeah, I think it's twenty five bucks, and for a whole year it's fifty bucks, and and so you'll get every week you'll get a reminder. And a uh, an ability to be uh, uh, listen and have a pod have a devotional that kind of talks you through setting new boundaries, having healthier relationships, and things like that. So, right now you can follow us on Instagram. It's still at the Psych Monologues. It will be switched over before by the week is out. You can still find me on Facebook at Ray.Mitch, and you can still find me in LinkedIn at DRMitch. Some of those things will change. I will keep you informed here on the podcast so you know what's happening. 
over time, again, this takes some time to build up, so be patient. But over time, we will start showing up on Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes and all the usual places that you you listen to your podcast. Um, your podcast. If you want to partner with us and and to to grow the scholarship fund or to support the general ministry of CCU, you can certainly do that. Like I said, there's a donate page. You're welcome to use that. Um, if you'd rather send uh, a, a physical check, you can do that as well by sending it to P.O. Box 322, East Lake, Colorado, 80614. And that's at SGI. That's all you have to put on it. SGI, P.O. Box 322, East Lake, Colorado, 80614. All the gifts, all the donations, they're all tax deductible. Um, that was a big deal over the last year that we, we were able to secure. So all of your, your donations to support us um, will uh, be tax deductible, and you can uh, uh, have those use those on your tax return to offset some of the taxes you have to pay. So that's it for tonight. That gives you a little bit of an idea of what's coming. Thanks so much for listening in. I really do appreciate it. If you have questions, Feel free to DM it, uh, DM it uh, um, on Instagram, DM me on Instagram. Uh, we will have a channel for uh, the, the Outpost. Uh, and, and then that will also send you to the website at sgi-net.org. And you're welcome to check it out as much as we have in there. Like I said, we are under construction, so be patient. I think that's it for tonight. Thanks so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate your, you taking the time to listen all the way through to the end, hear a little bit about where we're going. And if, you're, if you want to help us out, we would be ever so grateful. You can, you can pray uh, that we need the donations and the support that we need to build this infrastructure. We want to be able to build out more groups, online groups, at least initially, and then in-person groups. We have a leadership training that we would have to do in order to make that happen. And so um, you can prayerfully take that before God himself uh, about what our need is, because this is going to be one of these things that is, is going to be nothing short of God doing things, because I, 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 I don't have an, I'm not enough. Um, and I need a team. I need a group of people around me to be able to carry this off. And so if you're interested in getting involved, uh, feel free to email me at uh, dr.mitch at sgi-net.org. Um, and you can, you can let me know that you're interested in getting a, helping us out, whatever that might be, okay? Whatever that might In technology, we could really use it. Uh, but we've got lots of needs everywhere, so we probably can, can use whatever skill set you might have. So again, feel free to email me at Dr. Mitch, Dr.Mitch at sgi-net.org, and, uh, and, and I'll be happy to respond as I'm able. And uh, let's move forward. Let's set the, create this outpost that people find safety in coming to and uh, can walk this spiritual journey together and perhaps even bump into Jesus along the way. So that's it for tonight. Again, I know I just said that. That's it for tonight. Thanks so much for joining me. And as always, I'll sign off just like I did uh, for the psych monologues, and I will use this even when I do the outpost. 
Love you. Later. Bye.